0: You know, uh, when we think about appreciation, uh, it really is another way of saying uh, some things that we say all the time, that being in a covenant relationship with God and with one another, uh, we experience God in the concept of mutual blessing, where we bless one another. That's why we read about so many of these one another passages in the scriptures, you know, because what it is, it's a reflection of our devotion to God. And we work it out in the way that we treat each other, see? Uh, and, uh, and so therefore, and I would say this, that I think most of us experience God in relating to one another. Sometimes we can be on an island and we pray and we have a moment of experiencing God in a unique way. But I think more often than not, we experience the presence of God in the way that we appreciate each other in the way that we speak to each other and the way that we build up one another even the way we exhort one another you know uh, and and so on all those uh, one another's and so appreciating one another is uh, is a part is part of that okay alright now like I said appreciation is not just for work done but it's for being a person created in the image and likeness of God And in Messiah, recreating the image and likeness of God and demonstrating that in the way we live and therefore in our devotion to the Lord. And devotion to the Lord is demonstrated usually in servanthood. Now, let me also define um, servanthood just very briefly. And that is, it's not the same thing as volunteering. Okay, We're not talking about people who volunteer. You know, volunt- people volunteer for things for varieties of reasons. Okay? Uh, sometimes very anthro-centered, and sometimes other people-centered, or whatever. But, you know, really, a better term is serving. When, when we ask for volunteers to do something, we want people who have a devotion for the Lord, and that living out the devotion for the Lord plays itself out in doing whatever, but not just simply volunteering. You can volunteer for lots of things in this world, okay? But we're talking about devoting ourselves to God. So when we talk about appreciation, uh, it's appreciation for the way a person is is so devoted to God that it is demonstrated in the way they serve one another. That's what makes it a little different from You know, volunteering for just something out there. Like, this is just another thing. You know, I volunteer for this, and I volunteer something at school, and I volunteer for that, and so, oh, I don't, now they want me to volunteer over here at Beth Messiah. No, see, it's a whole different thing here. It is. Uh, and I guess you could make the argument that, uh, it is, uh, the same thing, that I'm serving the Lord out there. That may be true, but most specifically in our, in our, Uh, uh, relating to one another, that really needs to be out of a devotion for the Lord. Otherwise, it's just legalism or feeling obligated or being manipulated or something like that. Okay. So that's, I think, very important that we're not just talking about uh, volunteering. We're talking about being devoted uh, uh, to the Lord. And that's, you see, what makes our forward in faith very special, because it's not just simply who's like saying, oh, yeah, a person spent a lot of time, so there you go. But no, it's about devotion to the Lord. That's why we're glorifying God and not glorifying a person, see? Uh, Because it's devotion to the Lord being demonstrated in varieties of ways. Now, we all have different gifts and talents, so we're not talking about people who are just are necessarily, oh, a person is really good at this. And so we're going to uh, honor them. That is, um, that is uh, a sad uh, um, way that sometimes these things are looked at. Or like a contest that a person wins or loses. Uh, but not at all. Just an opportunity uh, to demonstrate a devotion to God. Now, well, we might say, well, where do you see that in the Bible? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Rhetorically, he said rhetorically, right? So let's turn to Matthew in the New Covenant, chapter 25. Okay, here we go. Uh, Yeshua is telling a parable. And he's always, you know, it, what he's doing here in the big scheme of things is the same thing that he's doing at the Seder, the last supper that you read about uh, in the Gospel of John. that is he's trying to explain that he's going away. And uh, they really didn't get it. But he tells a story here about a landowner, uh, or to make it uh, 21st century, about uh, a man, uh, about an investor. And the investor is going on a long vacation. So he has some people working for him, right? And he gives them all a sum of money, different sums of money. And he wants them to invest. His money, all right? And when he comes back, he wants to know, you know, what they did, what they did with the funds that he gave them to invest. So he comes back, he goes away, you know, and he gives them the, you know, these sums of money to invest. Uh, and then he comes back and he's calling in the, each person to the office. Okay, what did you do with that, that $25,000 I gave you? What did you do with that $10,000 I gave you, right? And they all say different things, right? Now, to each one who at least made the effort to invest what he was given, right? What does Yeshua say? Well done, good and faithful servant. Now, he says three different things in his sentence. But for our purposes today, all we want to focus on is well done, good and faithful servant. Now, imagine yourself being one of those people. Wouldn't you feel good about that? Wouldn't you feel good and motivated that, it, that he didn't just say, okay, next, well, I'm glad you did your job, next. But he says, well done, good and faithful servant. We all appreciate being appreciated. It's part of being a human being. God made us that way. Because you see, he appreciates us. Have you ever thought of your relationship with God in those terms ever? We think in terms of I'm accountable to God. He's given me a way of life. I need to live a certain way. I'm going to stand before him one day. But have you ever thought about the fact that he, not only does he love you judiciously, you know, but he really he appreciates you. Yeshua appreciates what you do when you take whatever it is he's given you and you invest it. You invest it in, in a way of life. You invest it. Uh, in your zeal in sharing the good news with others. He appreciates that, you know? Well done, good and faithful uh, servant. And so, you know, there's going to be this big banquet one day that maybe we'll see a big sign over it that says forward in faith, you know? And Yeshua will be the master of ceremonies. And all that Chinese food will be glot kosher in that day. In that day... You know, and and we'll be there. You know, and he's going and and he's going to start describing us without saying our name, right? And there he's going to appreciate us. Yes, not just uh, 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 say next, okay, next. What did you do next? No. In fact, uh, there are other passages. In fact, let us turn to John chapter 12. John chapter 12 in verses 25 and 26. And this is really the, this is in a sense the essence uh, of what that parable in Matthew 25 is talking about, the essence of it. He who loves me loses, he who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world shall keep it to eternal life, or to life eternal. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am, there shall my servant also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Or, you know, that person. Right? Look at that. The Father will honor him. Not just say, all right, good, you did what you were supposed to do. What do you want? A reward? Well, in fact, the Bible talks about that all the time. Rewards. Rewards in heaven. Uh, you know, inheritance, uh, you know, all those kinds of, uh, all those kinds of terms are used. Terms of appreciation, terms of compliment are used about what it will be like in the afterlife. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So it's, that's not prideful. That's not arrogance. See? This is how God Himself describes how much he appreciates those who make the investment, right? What he doesn't appreciate is when we don't do anything. When we take the money, like in the parable, the only one who doesn't get the well done is the one who says, I was afraid, so I, I buried the money. I didn't do anything, see? But when we make the investment, as we'll see in another couple of examples, Yeshua is very complimentary, and very appreciative. Let's look at a couple more uh, here, okay? Um, Let's turn to Matthew 26. I should have, well, we were in the neighborhood. We should have gone there, but we'll backtrack to Matthew chapter 26. This is in all four of the Gospels, but I'll read it here in Matthew, beginning in verse 6. Now, when Yeshua was in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, A woman came to him with an alabaster vial, of very costly perfume, and she poured it upon his head as he reclined at the table. But the disciples were indignant when they saw this and said, Why this waste? For this perfume might have been sold for a high price and money given to the poor. Boy, that teaches another big lesson, but I'll save that. But Yeshua, aware of this, said to them, Why do you bother the woman? For she has done a good deed to me. For the poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. For when she poured this perfume upon my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done shall also be spoken of in memory of her, as it is on November the 22nd in 2014, as I have just read it. So Yeshua appreciates and says it out loud in her hearing how much he appreciates what she has done. He basically is saying to, the, to his disciples, look, it, it's not always about the money. Isn't that, that, is, that is another message that I can't wait to, to give. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the balance sheet. Look at her devotion. Look at her devotion. And that's what he is so appreciative of. She understands who he is, and she is uh, uh, worshiping him. This is a manifestation or a demonstration of her devotion. And he says, "Leave her alone." You know? So by speaking out loud to the disciples about her, imagine how she must have felt hearing that, this uh, great word of encouragement, this appreciation that Yeshua has for her. He doesn't just say, he doesn't say to them, you know, leave her alone. She's doing what she's supposed to do. He could have said that. No. But he uses terms of appreciation. His whole attitude is one of appreciation. Turn to Mark chapter 12. You know this. This is a very famous passage also at the very end of the chapter. Okay. He says in verse 41, and he sat down opposite the uh, Sadaka box. And began observing how the multitude were putting money into the treasury, and many rich were putting in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which amounts to a cent. And calling his disciples to him, he said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the contributors to the treasury, for they all put in out of their surplus, but she out of her poverty put in all she owned all she had to live on. Yeshua is appreciating what she does. He's not simply saying, look at this woman, she's finally doing what she's supposed to do. No. He uses, don't you wish you were her? And reading this, don't you wish you were that woman anointing Yeshua with oil and hearing those words? Oh, wow. Yeshua is giving appreciation. We usually or hardly ever or never use that kind of terminology. What does it mean, anyway, when we use the word appreciation? Well, think of it in financial terms, right? Let's let's think of, like, buying a car. What do they say when you buy a car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it what's in value? It depreciates depreci- de- in value. Its value goes down. Financial value, anyway. You might become quite attached to your car. You might even give it a name, you know. But its financial worth goes down, right? Okay? What do we say uh, oftentimes like about, uh, you know, buying a house, on the other hand? A house oftentimes over the long haul will appreciate in value. Goes up. Its value goes up. So when we talk about appreciating someone, we're talking about value. We value a person when we appreciate them. Appreciating means valuing. Okay. We could say appreciating is the demonstration of the value of a person, is demonstrating it. After all, if we never say anything or we never share it or we never communicate it, a person feels like they're not appreciated, see? Because we haven't demonstrated it. Even if we really feel that way, that we appreciate them. That's what I said to this person, by the way, that I was having this conversation. With. I said, I want you to know, you are greatly appreciated, whether you, uh, you know, you're the recipient of that or not. You know, uh, you're, and I demonstrated that with words as best as I could. You know, and realize that evidently uh, it had not been communicated uh, well, and so uh, the point of this is that Yeshua appreciates people, and he demonstrates it with his words and actions. So, what's wrong with us demonstrating appreciation in the very same way, in a sense? Because uh, in our in our in a communal setting, now in a in a horizontal setting, remember. What I said is that oftentimes we receive from God through one another. And so this forward in faith is, in a sense, receiving from God. But it needs to remind us of always appreciating and letting people know it. And by the way, you know when is a wonderful time to appreciate uh, as far away from a person's birthday, holiday season, uh, uh, birthday and holiday seasons as possible? So it's not like this obligatory appreciation, like August or, you know, uh, or April, uh, as opposed to December, the big month of appreciating everybody. You you know what I mean? So that's important too, by the way, to spontaneously appreciate. Ooh, how great that is, right? All right. Oh, but we're not done yet. Of course not. Okay. We see it later on. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 2. Okay. In the second chapter, toward the end, you know, the second chapter of Philippians is really famous for the beginning, but the end is really interesting. Paul basically says he's not, you know, he's in prison, he can't come, but he's sending Epaphroditus. And he talks about him as a fellow soldier and one who works with him, and he he devoted himself uh, so much to Paul's uh, ministry and the people whom Paul uh, ministered to. That in a particular instance, this Epaphroditus almost died. Almost died. Okay? Look at verse 29. Therefore, receive him in the Lord with all joy, and hold men like him in high regard. Basically means valuable. And some translations will say honor. Honor him. Okay? Because he came close to death for the work of Messiah, risking his life to complete what was deficient in your service to me. And so the point being here for us is that he says, value this man and people like him, not just him, but people like him. People that die to self for the cause of Messiah. People that risk their lives, that give everything for the cause of Messiah. Value them, honor them, appreciate them. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, in verse uh, beginning in verse 15. Now I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanas, and they were the firstfruits of Achaia, and they have devoted themselves to min- the ministry of the saints, to the saints that you uh, that you also be in subjection to such men and to every one who helps in the work and labours and i rejoice over the coming of stephanus and fortunatus and achaicus because they have supplied what was lacking on your part for they have refreshed my spirit my spirit and yours therefore acknowledge such men People like this, okay, all right. Acknowledge them. I um, not just I say, oh, you did what you were supposed to do. You know, you're just serving the Lord. Hey, you know better than anybody else. Who do you think you are? No, he says, acknowledge them, mention them, appreciate them, recognize them. Okay, all right. Now let's turn to First Thessalonians chapter five. In verse 12, here he talks about... Well, I'll just say it. But we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction, and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. Now, yes, it's true that the context here is about uh, leaders, spiritual leaders. However... I, I, you know, it's what comes right before it is, therefore, encourage one another and build up one another, just as you are also doing. And so this is true of all of us. And the word appreciate, at least in my translation, when it says, but we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you. Right. Maybe you have a different word. I don't know. But it's a word for no, no, like acknowledge. Okay. Acknowledge them. But here the word used is appreciate. Isn't that interesting? Acknowledge them. And so that's what that's what we do. People like these, who are highly valued. Okay? Uh, and I will say this if you feel underappreciated, accept my sincerest apology because you are appreciated. You're appreciated because you come to services. You know, everybody is in a, in the, we call it, everyone is in the leadership pipeline. Okay? But the goal is, the, the real, uh, the, the wisdom is, is to recognize the, the trajectory of people. Some people are, uh, fulfilling their calling by simply being able to get here every week. Or most weeks. Yeah. Some people, I I are uh you know do uh, you know have other uh, responsibilities and other things but you know the greatest leaders or the best leaders are the greatest what servants right the people who say i'm going to hawk you until i do until i'm a leader that is not a good sign okay but a person who joyfully serves and has opportunity you know, as uh, the, you know, the next phrase after "well done, good and faithful servant" is the, the next thing out of Yeshua's mouth is, in the same breath, is to those who have been given little, more will be given. Isn't that interesting? That's the next thing he says. You be faithful in this, more more comes your way. And so that is uh, that is uh, you know that's a very important truth. But the point is is that we all have an attitude of serving. And everybody is appreciated by having an attitude of serving. And hopefully it gets communicated in one way or another. You know? And one way is this forward in faith. But hopefully we, we do have a climate or a culture of appreciation because it, it makes us want to serve more. See? Uh, to serve more. All right. So, uh, you know, that's why we read in uh, here in Romans chapter 12, uh, where we read about all these, all these, um, all these uh, one another passages. One of them says in verse 10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligent, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, Right devoted to one another in brotherly love giving preference to one another in honor honoring one another simply by being here right but sometimes i uh you know it, it is a blessing i uh, to uh be the recipient once in a while of of uh, this uh unique opportunity and so i hope that we all have Uh, you know, a great attitude because we're part of a, we're part of a community. And the goal is not what's good for me. The goal is what's good for Beth Messiah. Not what is fulfilling to me. What do I need to be? What do I need to do? What is my thing? See, that's not servanthood. That's, this is what I need, you know? But, Servanthood is what is best for Beth Messiah and I'm just going to put my hand to the plow and we'll just look for opportunities to serve. Look for them. You know, everybody has opportunities to serve, right? There's a directory with people's names in it. You can call someone and give them a word of encouragement. You may speak to someone after the service, invite someone out for a cup of coffee and share the scriptures, just be an encouragement to someone. It does, it's not always in terms of or, organization. In other words, the, you know, the only way I can serve if it's on a committee or uh, only if I teach a group. No, not in the least, you know. But everybody has the opportunity, just like I say. In fact, I posted on, on uh, last week, uh, and I did this on purpose. I posted on Facebook. I, met, I meet regularly with a variety of different people. And so last week I, I took a picture of uh, a couple of those people, uh, and uh, and I posted oh I posted it saying oh look a brotherhood meeting at Beth Messiah oh look another brotherhood meeting at Beth Messiah right because that's what it is it's not organizational you meet with someone if you're a man you meet with another man it's a brotherhood meeting you're a woman you meet with another woman and you just share a cup of coffee with them and not necessarily like one is dying and the other one is encouraging but you're just encouraging each other there's a sisterhood meeting at Beth Messiah. You know, or just people getting together. Oh, look, there's a chavurah from Beth Messiah. It doesn't have to be the one that meets on Tuesday night or the one that meets on Wednesday morning. You see, that is serving. That is needs to be appreciated, because all of us are servants. All of us are slaves of Messiah, whether we're recognized or. The, but we do have a responsibility of. Helping us, uh, fanning the flames of servanthood by appreciating, which is exactly what Yeshua did, which is exactly what Paul did and admonished others to do. So I hope that uh, you will be there tonight uh, at six o'clock. But you got to sign up, okay? Sign up, all right? Uh, and uh, you know, and there's an envelope there for the registration and all that, because it's important to be appreciating one another. All right. Uh, And what a great time of year at Thanksgiving. And let me just say that you are all. I I mean, I wish I uh, I, I would call you out by name, but then I would get in trouble for the time. But the fact is, is is that everyone is appreciated. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Everyone who serves is greatly appreciated. And I hope that you know that. And I will do my best to personally appreciate uh, uh, people and not as, uh, not as a patronizing kind of thing, but, but really appreciating, you know, which leads me to say flattery is also a different thing, you know, that the motives of flattery in the Bible are not good, you know, like buttering you up or something, you know, you know what I mean? But appreciating comes from the heart that I appreciate your devotion to God and that it plays out here at Beth Messiah. You are greatly appreciated. Let me tell you something. Anybody who reads the Bible during the week and not just on Shabbat is appreciated. If you pray, you're appreciated. If you really do seek God and it's not just some facade when you come here on Shabbat, well, let me tell you, you're appreciated. See? It's not just about committees or or you do this or that or this talent or that talent. No. It's about devotion to God and and just how it's demonstrating devotion to God. That is tremendously appreciated. Know that. Be encouraged and keep it up. Let's pray. Lord uh, God, thank you that Yeshua has modeled for us what it means to appreciate. Lord, may we we really appreciate one another. May we be able to share with each other their value. Lord. That is a great encouragement. It's a great motivator. It's a great way to give praise to you, Lord. And so may we do that. May you remind us of that. And God, indeed, we give thanks to you. And indeed, we appreciate you, Lord. Uh, uh, Indeed, Lord, uh, we do uh, value uh, beyond words your love of us and what you've done for us. Lord, may we model You in our servanthood, in our devotion, and our appreciation. We pray in Messiah's name, Amen.